Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for the greatest ever episode of Vibe with Five with myself, Joel Bayer, Stephen Housen, and of course, Rio Ferdinand. Ladies and gentlemen, why are you so energetic? The shades are back. We've just beaten the best team in the world. Wait, wait, wait. Eight games in. Eight games in. Top of Shades the league. Eight games in and my man's moving like this. I Lessons can't believe it. from last season. This is, this, is, this is Arsenal fan base in a nutshell right there. Rio. Are you even top Rio. of the league? Aren't Spurs top of the league? You've done this all last Steve. season and, and you fell Aren't away. Aren't Spurs top of the league? Rio. Goal, dif- league? goal difference. Rio, oh. Steve. So yes then. So if it ended Listen. today, do you win? Or the Spurs There win? is wow, nothing being wrong in the league again. We're celebrating beating City. Woo! Deserved win as well. But look, we're going to get to that game later on. Let's start off with Manchester United scraping a, a win against Brentford. Hang on, you scrape a win against City and that's not Massive shout out to we Scott McTominay. We have the might of Brentford and Thomas Massive Frank Massive shout out to Scott McTominay. Saving Ten Hag's job, honestly. He Do you know how many texts I've seen this week from people going, is that a Mark Robbins moment? It's mm. good shout that, Steve. I don't think so, though. Oh, no. Okay. You tried to film with a bit of hope there. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, not in the sense that it's like that's the turning moment. But I don't think to, I think the only people that are putting pressure on Ten Hag is like Sky and Talksport. I don't think there's any pressure on Ten Hag. Are you mad? I don't think there's you... pressure from within. I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I think I don't, it's the fans. I don't. I don't. I don't think that the the hierarchy at the club are sitting there going, Do you know what, sharpening our knives for Eric Ten Hag. I don't think so. I think obviously outside there's a lot of noise. Obviously, listen, results ain't been what we expected from last season and also performances. And one of the, work, the most concerning things to me is that you're watching them and you're thinking, I can't see, I can't see the goals. I can't see chances being created. It's flat, no movement. I just look at it and think. Still look tired. Look like we went out last night, every night. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks like we was out last night, every night. Done it though. Yeah, it's not good. My kids and my two boys are my United fans, and they're like, "Dad, man, is this what we're going to be in for now for the next few years?" <laughs> yes, because like, like we're not celebrating our weekends at the moment. That's how they feel. The house is morbid. The football result really, really, really decides what temperature is going on in the even, house. Even the performance, though, because that yeah. result was great, and those last four minutes was great, but it, it was still. I've seen people go, oh, "You've over celebrated." We haven't at all. Nowhere near. I no, think no, you you done no. that for that moment, and then you were straight back down again because reality would kick in. On the walk home out of that stadium, people were back down again, hundred percent. What, what's the dressing room like when you've been so bad? I mean, did you even have a period at United where we were this bad, and you would snatch a, a last minute winner like that? I can't remember really, off the top of my head, but maybe in the Moyes era. But even then, it wasn't as bad as what... There weren't wins there, Rio. I'm going to be honest with you. There weren't, no. But, but I, I don't know. Under Sir Alex Ferguson, we were always in the running. So, like, a, a last-minute goal meant, like, wow, we're back in the title race or we're, we're pulling away. Do you know what I mean? So, there, there's something... As well as that, last-minute goal, you're celebrating something else as well, whereas it's a bit morbid there. And that's the, that's the problem. But I don't know, man. I remember during your time, or maybe just before your time, but... If you if Liverpool finish above you, I'll never forget that season Liverpool finished above you. It was just like 
it was catastrophic at OT. Like, it was like, whoa. That must have happened twice. Yeah, probably. But it was like, it was a big deal. Yeah, but there's, now, di- there's different, there's different, like, it's different time, man. I know, yeah. man. Nostalgia FC. But now it's like, you know, you're beating Brentford and, bub, you know, blood's pumping. And you guys owe a lot to uh, Scott McTominay, man, because it looked like he was on his way out. You know what I mean? And he's never moaned. He's never complained. Ten Hag never wanted him, you know, but he's still knuckled down. And all jokes aside, he's the perfect example of, you know, how you should behave even when things don't really go yeah, well for he's, you. He's conducted himself like really well. I think mm. he hasn't, like you said, he hasn't moaned. He hasn't kicked up a fuss. He might have behind the scenes. He might have been knocking down the manager's door. He might have been into the CEO, to the sporting director and saying, listen, mm. I need to be playing or I want to go. But it hasn't become public, which is the thing that I think as a footballer, that's the way you do things. Now, he gets his opportunity and then all of a sudden, bang, my man goes and scores two mm-hmm. goals and he's the talk of the town and that's that's great. But what I will say is the manager now knows he can rely on, on Scott McTominay to like come in and be focused yeah. and be someone he can rely on in times of need. And I'm not saying now Scott McTominay is going to be the go-to guy when we're a goal down or anything like that, but he shows you that he's got a certain Man United spirit somebody who's been brought up through the club, wants to do well for the club, wants to play for the club. Every time he comes on that pitch, he'll give you everything he's got. You can argue whether anyone thinks he's good enough or he's not, but I think that there's a lot to be said for his attitude and his application in terms of driving culture at the football club. Now, the live score stat says that this is just the first, this is just the third time that Man United have conceded the opening goal in four consecutive Premier League games at Old Trafford. Also doing so back in February and March in 2014. So, you might think, what are you on about here? What it is, what it tells you is that United are in a bit of trouble at the moment. And also on top of that, if it wasn't because of uh, McSauce, Onana would have been making the front pages on a madness mm. because how Biscuit Wrists couldn't get to that. He, he um, mm. that's disrespectful. It's but not. Um, he, what's it called? I saw a bit of myself when I didn't play well in the Greece game when we when England beat Greece. Um, and Beck and, yeah, well, scored draw, that goal. Tool. Yeah, and Beck scored that that, okay. that free kick. Yeah. And I remember celebrating with Beck's going, thank you. Like, And I saw a bit of that in Onana. When you make a mistake. How did he get to the corner flag, by yeah, the way, for when we scored that goal? He'd done a rare third now. He used to sprint down there. <laughs> the goal was going in. Before it hit the net, you knew it was going in, you'd be sprinting on the way to celebrate. But I could sense that relief that he had because it was a, it was was he should be making that save. In training, he probably makes a save every day. But for some reason in the game, I saw a quote from Peter Schmeichel saying, He's spoken to him and you can't let the Man United and that get to you in these situations. And at the moment, he's he he, he looked, there's nerves that are in there because of the mistakes. But a lot of people saying that, is it is it is that him? Can he recover, etc.? I, I was there when David De Gea came. He was obviously younger. He was 18 years old at the time or 19 years old. Different ends of their careers, obviously. But he didn't start well, you know. David De Gea was crazy, uh, his yeah. first, I think, first 17 games or something like that. First 10, no, first 10 or so games, the numbers are very similar to Onana's in terms of conceding goals. De Gea goals. was getting smashed on corners and roughed up a little bit. Whereas I think with Onana, it feels like he's not doing the stuff that got him to the dance. I ain't seen him sweeping. I'm not seeing him have the, the yeah. confidence to come out of his box, possibly since he got locked. Elementary saves. Yeah, like that, that sort of stuff. I mean, people are really over-egging oh, we shouldn't have let De Gea go. I mean, the save percentage this season to last season is within 1%. Hmm. And he's faced um, more, a lot more shots. I, I don't care how you try to pre-up these stats. How many shots has he had against him? How many how has many he conceded? He had, he's had 
a third of what De Gea faced no, last no, no, season. No, 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 just him. Just, just him. Just him, please, Steve. Mm. Right? I don't know the exact number. Okay, cool. Third, well, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find quarter. it and we'll put it. And all oh, I can tell you more. is it's not It's not good. Right. It doesn't matter how it's you try more. to dress it. It's not good. Are you just ignoring just, the, the truth? Yeah. Steve, it's not about the ignoring truth. the truth. You're ignoring the truth. And this is what you do. Also, oh, there's an agenda on a nana. Last time I checked, last time I checked, no, 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 last time I checked, and this is not 100% correct, but last time I checked, it was like 12 shots, nine goals. Ridiculous. 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 It's not though, is it? Yeah, but it's it's mad. He's conceding way too many. Well, that was earlier in the season. But oh, what, two games ago? That also wasn't true then. No, but I, I think, yeah, listen, if you if you was to speak to Anana himself, I think he's saying, this isn't the start I wanted. This is nowhere near the level that I'm used to playing, performing at, and this is not the standard required at Man United. So I need to buck up my ideas. I you need don't to look confident. Like, you wouldn't Wait, be. When you make mistakes, no, when you make that, mistakes, the, the thought, confidence falls out. His Instagram post said something else. His Instagram he post of like, him celebrating, going, ah, all that. I'm just thinking, mate, he yeah, loves but, coming out and doing a post-match interview, innit? He yeah, loves but, it. But what I would say is that like, okay, so someone makes a mistake here and that person just cowers past the mic and just goes goes home, doesn't speak to the media, doesn't, doesn't chest out, fess up to it and own it. To be honest, you're yeah. Saying, oh, to be honest with you, yeah. To, no, no. To, be, to be honest with you, yeah. You're right. I liked when he came out and he did it the first time. I thought, mm. man, that's balls right there. But when he's now posting stuff and putting those long quotes, I'm thinking, big man, chill out with the PR team. Yeah, yeah. he's trying to you know build I mean? confidence. That's what he's that trying, trying to find a confident element to the, to the weekend. That's he got built, three points. He's, he's made a big mistake. Not for goal line clearances and everyone else bailing him out. What do you mean? What do you mean? Absolute horror show. If anything, yeah, he made two mistakes. It was good in the second half and our team was defensively good enough to cover. If your defence can't do it, then, that's a, then that's a conversation for your defence and not ours. The defence covered him on them mistakes. Well, Declan Rice did on one of them, cleared it off the line, you know. So, you know, it is what it is. No matter what anyone says, it's not been great for Anana. It doesn't Listen, matter how Anana much you try to... needs to step up, 100%. Yeah, he needs please. to improve, 100%. And I please. think he will be honest enough and I think he seems like that type of guy that will go, do you know what, guys? I'm better than this and I'll prove it to you. That's what mm -hmm. he needs to do. Go out now and prove it. This international weekend couldn't have come quicker for anybody than him. Mm -hmm. Any more than anyone than him. I think he needed this bit of time out of the spotlight. Hone your skills again. Go back to the fundamentals, the basics. Get confident. But again, you can't replicate Old Trafford. You can't replicate these stadiums with the fans in there who are the pressure and, and, and all of a sudden the spotlight's on you again and the cameras are on to millions, beaming out to millions around the world. All the training you do you need to do it, but then you can't you can't put that pressure into the training ground. It's weird. So he needs to train the fundamentals again, back back to basics, but then he needs to go through a few games now, get a four or five games where you don't even hear his name. And I don't want to hear his name for the next like month. Sorry, Joel will mention it. Joel will speak about him hundred percent. So, but so there's a couple of points that I need to bring up as go well. Go on then, bring them up. So the the first one is um I think Casemiro had a real poor game. Uh, and I don't know how much that is that we've run the legs off him early doors. We've asked too much of him early doors, but he looks way off it at the moment. He's our leading scorer and Scott McTominay's coming in scoring two goals at the end of the game. The forward line ain't doing its job at the moment. Or, or you can argue the midfield isn't supplying the forward line, but either way, the fact remains, the forward line ain't doing its job when you've got your defensive midfielders that are the ones that are scoring the goals and then winning the games. So that's a massive Great. problem. Secondly, a Scottish Academy product scoring in Fergie time while the lads are wearing black armbands for Kathy Ferguson is Beautiful. the best tribute Beautiful. that could have happened, I think, at Old Trafford. Beautiful. That's good. No, Beautiful no, really moment. Is. And I think as well, 
it it's true. You, when you put it like that, it's like wow. That, that when you've done so much and you put so much into the club and to get that them rewards in a subtle way around such a poignant moment was like the chills. And I know you could see Scott McTominay afterwards. You could see that he's fought to immediately with the manager. Mm. You could see, you could hear some of the comments from the players as well. And it was a it was a it's a beautiful moment. And the manager would have been smiling with that. Have been, it wouldn't have been much smiling, I'm sure, around the Ferguson house. But I think after that, he would have been thinking to himself, there's no better way I wanted this weekend to end for me personally. I was going to say, I, I know that it's been like really difficult for uh, Sir Alex's household. Did you drop him a text or manage mm. to speak with him or is it too soon? Yeah, I, I dropped him a message. Um, like loads of the lads did. I'm sure mm. I spoke to a few of the boys and some called and texts, etc. I don't like calling these times. I think he's... Mm. There'll be a time to talk in, in time, I'm sure. But these moments, I think you just, I just dropped a text and you don't, the manager, to be fair to me, I'm sure he messages everyone back because that's the way he is. He messages back. But yeah, you, there's there's not much you can say in these moments, you know. Yeah. You just got to just let someone know that you are thinking about them and then they're, they're going to kind of get back to doing what they need to do at that moment in time. But that response at the club, the way Man United won, as much as it, we wanted it to be a better result and a better performance, etc., but the way it happened and turned out mm. was Fergie time. Did um, you see much of Cathy when she was at Old Trafford because she was always at the games, wasn't she? Not much, no. Didn't see much of her, to be fair. Every now and again, you'd see you'd see her, but you, you could see that she wore the trousers. <laughs> the manager will tell you that himself all the time. She has some great one-liners in different documentaries mm, as well. She, yeah? yeah, some absolutely sensational one-liners. And uh, there's one of... After we win the treble, I think Sir Alex is asked about, um, or she's asked to ask Sir Alex whether or not he wants a knighthood. And her response is, don't you think he's won enough? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, was a, there was obviously a real attitude about her. And um, I think even the way Sir Alex retired and was like, I got to spend time with her. Yeah. I think, you know, shows exactly what she meant to Sir Alex. And, you know, you never know the impact that she actually had on our football club. I think you behind, they, that was saying behind every great man is a great woman, you know, mm-hmm. a strong woman behind him. And I think mm-hmm. the manager, he, he can't do what he does without someone like that behind him, mm-hmm. allowing him to do it. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. need that blessing. It's difficult, man. Yeah. Like to get the blessing of your partner, your wife, mm-hmm. to go and do stuff, to be away 75, 80% of the time, yeah. focus completely outside of the family. When you're at home, your focus is still back at the training ground, on the match, mm-hmm. come home from, from work, there's a lot of people that finish work and go home and they switch off and work, don't even think about it, don't even talk about it. Do you think Sir Alex Ferguson's going home and not talking about the game, not talking about certain individuals who are getting on his nerves, who's been great, what the next games are, who's injured, recruitment team, hold on, I've got to go, Sunday Rose has got to take a breather, wait a minute, comes back to a Sunday Rose that's now freezing, but everyone else has finished their plate and he's been talking to the rec- recruitment team or the physio or whoever it is. Like, that was his life of, I don't know how many years, 25, 30 well, years. I wonder how many decisions were hers. Because that would be the first person he bounces stuff off. Do you know he said to me, um, do you remember when I had that big argument with him at Bayern Munich when uh, Scolzi got sent off and he brought Berber on and I was going like, what are you doing? And I was going crazy and I, we ended up having a massive argument in the changing room. But basically he shouted the life out of me, <laughs> hairdryer business. Um, and... I went in the next morning and went to see him. He fined me two weeks' wages, by the way. So I went in the next morning and said, uh, "No, it wasn't that. Sorry, it was um, it was the racism thing when I wouldn't, I didn't oh, wear the yeah. kick out t-shirt because of the for, stuff for Anton. with Anton. Yeah. So I said, "I'm not wearing it." They didn't back my brother in the yeah. way I think they should, or back the case the way they should have done it. Yeah. So I ain't wearing it. Didn't believe in it. Don't, don't. That's not me no more. 
he fined me two weeks' wages straight after the game. Luckily, we won. Otherwise, he'd have killed me. I went in the next day and I spoke to him and said to him, listen, but, and he said, you know what? This is after he destroyed me in front of the team. You're a disgrace for two weeks' wages. I went in the next morning and he said, you know what? Um, I wish you'd have just told me. He said, because I've gone into the press conference on the Friday speaking about it. Everyone's going to wear the T-shirt. They're asking me and I'm saying, yep, all my team are wearing the kick it out because that's what we believe in and blah, blah, blah. And you knew then that you weren't going to wear it and you never said anything to me. It made me look a fool. He said, but my missus then, I spoke to my missus and she said to me, that actually you never asked Rio what he was going to do, knowing what he'd been through with his family. Wow. So there, there, there lies your mistake. And like, you know, you look at that and you think, wow, like the, there's, a, there's someone behind the scenes. It ain't always the man you see on the screen with a big reputation who's making the decisions. And back to your point, there was influence in other areas. A million percent they'd have been sitting yeah. over tea, over breakfast, yeah. having a coffee or a brew. And he like, would, would have mentioned it. I know you do it now. I'm sure you do it. I do it with my missus. Mm. I'm over the table, you're like, I'm thinking about doing this. Yeah, Steve was shit today on the show. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you, and she would say, yeah, I watched it. He was actually, yeah. Dog boo. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. hundred percent. And like, so, no, it's good. It's, 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 we all need that bit of help, don't we? Within your own household. We all vent. Yeah. yeah. To get a response that's good yeah. and that's strong. And you go, actually, actually, I didn't see it from that perspective. Mm. I'll go with that. I bet a lot of the lads that was there a good decade or more have all got a little story yeah. where the manager's come in and gone, actually, yeah, I've had a word with the missus and she thinks this. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't get fined two weeks wages, by the way. So that was a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? You know, our thoughts are with Sir Alex and the whole family, uh, all of us here at Five. So thank you for sharing that, Rio. That was proper beautiful. Um, I do want to keep it positive as well. Um, I think, you know, good numbers by Amrabat during the game and Harry Maguire as well, you know, having a good performance to be fair. Harry fact, Maguire started yeah. with Evans, by the way. Yeah. 2023. It's crazy. You but would have never thought they that. They did all right, to be fair. They've done what need, needed to be done. Yeah. Was it seven years ago, they was at Leicester together. Mm, crazy. Yeah. Madness. Joe, I think it's going on a little bit at United as well. Like, I, I think the fan base is a little nervous and I think the fan base is a little bit on edge a little bit. And that, I know we're, we're, everyone likes that meme and go and get the Norwich scarves. But I think that the, <laughs> a lot of the way the the crowd reacts and a lot of the nervousness in the crowd, in the stadium, online and that, is it's not, it's definitely frustration at some of the 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 level of, of play that we've got at the moment. But I think it kind of stems back from like the last 18 years of like, there's a desperation in us because we know that if it doesn't work this week, you know the investment's not going to be there. You know the care isn't there. You know that they don't have a desire to see us as the number one. And I think that's sort of making us more impatient and more reactive and and just like really, really frustrating. I think that's manifesting it in some of the reactions that you see both in the stadium, um, online. online for sure. Really? And I think it's like really crossing the barrier a little bit at the moment because of... Does it make you feel like that? Like you personally? Me. Mm. Because the That's reason why I say, the, the reason, the re no, the reason why, I, sorry about that. The reason why I say this is because, for example, I've heard some of your, your takes, you personally, about the media's extra hard on Man United. And there's been some times where I go, look, especially the refereeing situation, me and you were talking about it last week. And I thought, I, I don't know if they're specifically hard on United. I think that there's just a, you know, catalogue of errors across the board. But I could see, jokes aside, that it was kind of hurting you. And I think it's really good that you brought this up because are you telling me that you maybe 
it's because you feel the hurt, that kind of hurt of people looking down on you and, you know, not wanting United you to be numbers, number one. Right? United are the numbers. Mm -hmm. And I think we've ruined so many childhoods, including yours, right? That there is um, <laughs> a desire from most. That, was it, what's he called? Samuel, I can't remember the name. I think his surname Samuel. Eto? No, <laughs> a journalist with big beard. It doesn't matter. Go I can't on. remember. Yeah, he was on. Remember when they used to do the all the journalists sitting on oh, yeah, the yeah. Um, Sunday um, supplement. Sunday supplement. That was it. Yeah. He was on Sunday Samuel. supplement, and he basically said, Sam "Martin Samuel, Martin Samuel, that's the one." He basically gave up the ghost, uh, and we know Talksport. He was shit. But Go he on. said, "Right about United." I used to ha I used to hate all them journals. But that was. But they was told right about United. Because United fans will it's read big, it, yeah, it's a big thing. and everybody else will read it because everybody hates United. So it's you, just you make see, up, make up shit. That's what you I see the way do. United are treated. We was given abuse for celebrating a last minute winner. Right, the players was like, "Look how they're celebrating." They've just won a game in the last minute. Who like, said that? Well, Gabby Agbonlaho for one. Yeah, but come on, that don't count, does it? But it's relentless no, no. with him. It's harassment. But you're talking almost. media. I'm talking about. The referee situation. Do you like? There's a difference. No, I understand when it comes to media because the, yeah, the media influences. I understand the bad that. decisions in the media. Mm -hmm. uh, Liverpool was always getting a penalty. By the way, this weekend mm. after what happened mm. last weekend, they was never going to get anything <laughs> other than a penalty. And yes, look, I, I but that would have been anyone though, would it? Yeah, no. no. The, cl the clamor, so. the clamor la last week, all the way through the week to this game. Mm -hmm. Was that they've, they've got to be? There's got to be like a, a, a balancer to this. There's got to be. There's got to be a decision made. That's the way it felt like. And you knew it was coming. All of these little so 50, hard 50 done decisions. By. <laughs> all these 50, 50 decisions. Liverpool seemed to get them right. And it'll, people will be like, "Oh, United paid referees." Well, we didn't, right? So, like that was something that always gets thrown at me. Like United always got the decisions. You go, "Cool, name one." But then that's just and look, I but do. When you see things like. The way Saka went through Bruno. Horrendous. You, GBH, you see GBH. Curtis when? Jones sent off for that. When? when you see Casemiro Saka didn't sent even, off for that. When? So you can't even remember it because it when? doesn't because, get talked about. Kovacic's because the media. People on TV saying Kovacic's challenge is a red card. You probably said it yourself, right? All I can say, yeah. Exactly the same challenge that Saka put in. Football's yeah. a contact sport. Sometimes you're going to get things. Holland gets get right. literally rugby tackled. Rugby it's tackled. all the way around him. Gabriel. Is it brought back up? No, not no. spoken about. And it's like... Other than here. Yo, you, then you've, you're, you've got the, the, the handball against Spurs. There's Romero. really... Uh, it's, it's against Man United. We need to start doing something about this in the media, I think. Done. I'm there for you. Because it's out of order. So, and yeah. it, you feel like a conspiracy theory is going on about it, but I see it. Can I ask? Can I ask? Is that why the wait, club's not doing well? Wait, 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 wait. If we were actually playing half decent, I'd actually be going with this. Yeah. But we ain't playing well enough to but even this guy stand up. Spurs, yeah. You don't get a penalty, and you go, "Well, know, that's that's the the sliding doors moment that this game could hinge on." Do you know why we used to get a lot of decisions? I, I know United used to get a lot of penalties. Why did we, we get them? We played a lot in the opposition. Exactly, because we were against other teams in their own half, asking the referee constantly, can you make the right decision? Are you going to make the right decision? You've got to make a decision because we're always peppering the opponent's penalty box. So you're going to get the rule, the laws of average, you're going to get one at some point. So why did you but used now, to get Fergie time then? What do you we mean? Didn't. We didn't. Joe, who got the most time. Fergie time? No, do, do, why did you used to Joe get Fergie time? Joe, who got the most Fergie time? Because you know that was there's a, a thing. There's a stat. No, 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 there's a stat. Nah, 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 nah. Someone's, someone's literally done, done the maths done it, because yeah. rather than just people pulling out memes like you're doing here, it's not a meme. someone's it's the done truth. the truth. No, the truth is Liverpool got the most Fergie time. Factual. Factual. Okay. 
right? Who benefited What's, the most from VAR the decisions? Can someone get the stats for Liverpool, us, please? Liverpool, factual. Yeah. I don't speak without the stats in front yeah. of me. So, yeah. so in the last... So in the last only, so how long, how long was Fergie me in charge? Me and Rafa Benitez have got a 20, sheet, but mine are real. 20, 25 <laughs> years, Fergie in charge is saying that Liverpool got... Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. What's the factory? We need to get... We What's the numbers? numbers? We'll get the numbers. We're going to get the numbers, get the numbers for you, guys. Yeah. Because actually someone's done the research on this. There's been a university. Obviously, when universities do these type of things, it's absolute... Like, so who spent the most money in the Nighters? Definitely Man United. Yeah, United yeah. was seventh behind Everton, oh, Newcastle, yeah. Liverpool, yeah. Manchester City, who got relegated, by the way. What do you mean, don't skew the numbers? Oh, There's the facts. the facts. What I'm doing, Joel, is I'm destroying the Your narratives argument. that you've drawn, yeah. uh, grown Steve, up with. Steve. United spent the most in the Nighters. Well, we spent the seventh most, right? Behind really? all of those people. The seventh yeah, most. Blackburn seventh and them were just Blackburn was They bought Shearer, that was it. It's the narratives. That was it, really. Paul Warhurst, people like that. Chris do you remember when Chris, Chris Sutton, Sutton signed? Yeah. I remember the back of the Daily Mirror and they broke down his pay. They broke down yeah, yeah, five yeah. million pounds for Chris oh, Sutton. Real. Graham Lasso. Yeah, hey, he was, to be fair, money. he was big dough back then as well. To be they fair. spent money. Newcastle. Yeah. Ripley, they bought for Middlesbrough. Yeah. Come on, man. Philip Albert was I'm big like dough. I'm like a Rothmans. I am like a Rothmans. Les Ferdinand was big dough. Uh, you know what I mean? It's a shame. Newcastle was spending massive. Asprey, I remember them, man. But, there. but still, but still. Brolin. You guys. But still what? You spent, that you're wrong. The narrative no, no, is wrong. Listen, no, it's not and wrong. Everyone's because no, it's not wrong. Because if you wrong, look at, if you look at, if you want to take, if you want to take the times of today, you've still spent over a billion. You've actually yeah, spent, spent the same lot, amount. Man. Don't worry about spent that. Spent the same amount. See, right? Wasted a lot of money. Yeah, we have. Do you know what? We spent more on debt refinancing for the Glazers. So fuck everyone who wants to bring up how much United have spent and not throw that into the mix. Because if you, if we'd have spent that extra one. 1.5 billion, you wouldn't have even seen us. Yeah, it's true. But they didn't. Anyway, so, Arsenal, uh, moving Arsenal on to done Arsenal. Well. Arsenal done right. Well. right, listen, Arsenal. Real, this show's far no, too Premier League centric. No, no, wait. Arsenal can wait. There's a bigger topic that needs to be talked about. I know exactly where you're going. And I'm all right. What, Jude Bellingham? Yeah, Jude Bellingham. 10 games. He can get his shine. Go on. He can get his shine. Jude Bellingham is bigger than Arsenal. Yeah, all right, cool. Keep saying that. Keep saying that. The table says differently, but go on. What table? What table? Premier League table, mate. Jude Bellingham has never finished behind Spurs, Eight mate. games you've played and you're sitting like this, look, I can't, this is so Arsenal. We've got Arsenal fans in the back. Are you ashamed of this behaviour? Or no. are you just, is this you? No. You just said this is us. Uh, <sighs> mate. Go on, Steve. There was, uh, there was a midfielder sweat, moved in the summer, Rio. Yeah. Didn't go for 100 mil. He's played 10 games. He's got 10 goals. He's got three assists. He's got seven man of the matches. Better, mm. same better start mm. than Cristiano Ronaldo at the same club. No yeah. way. Better start. For a midfielder. Wow. Yeah. Jude Bellingham is the truth. Yeah. Real Every time I look at Josselu, I just think to myself, you owe Jude big time. Yeah. Because if Jude weren't scoring those goals pressure. and the winners and everything, the pressure on him. You're not even asking who is Benzema's replacement. Because Jude. it's Jude. Yeah, Jude. But, but you're not asking because it's kind of like, you're not looking at the strikers thinking, hmm, it's crazy though, isn't it? Like, he's operating in the house base real yeah. nice. Does oh. so someone pick him up? He scored some tappings, by the way. Yeah. Half of his, if not more, tappings. But that's the position. Do you know what I mean? But he's, I think his all-round game has been like super, super solid. Like He's phenomenal talent, man. Like I said this before and I'll say it again. He's doing more than what we argue about who's the best midfielder of our generation in the Premier League in terms of Stevie, Scholes, Lampard. You can probably throw... Kevin De Bruyne, Yaya Toure into that mix. Patrick, uh, Patrick Evra, uh, Patrick Vieira, mm -hmm. Roy Keane, them guys. Yeah, none of them guys I've just mentioned there have done anything like what Jude Bellingham's doing at this age when he was when they when they were all at this age. Agreed. He is eclipsing every and anyone. 
he is doing uh, absolute madness. So the question is, Rio, is Jude Bellingham world class? Yes or no? What? You have to say right now, yes. Yeah. No, I agree. He might be one of the top five footballers on the planet yeah. right now. On form, he's, the be he's probably the best player in the world. Some people, because some people argue, they go, no, you need form. to do it over. Mbappe's not in form. You need to do it over a long period of time. And because that's a fair Man, argument still as well. They're looking for him at St. James' you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> but you would say right now, Jude Bellingham. If we're just talking, if, it, if, if an award was given out after eight games, which it isn't, <laughs> but if an award would think Despite it was, you looking at what you're saying here, mate, you're, you should turned be. up dressed like that. Should be. But... If the award was given out right now, Jude Bellingham wins Ballon d'Or after eight games. 100%. He does. I think form is another thing, but do you reckon he's ability-wise? Like, forget form, because anyone can, can, can hit a good form. Well, I'm not questioning. Oh. I actually believe well, he is. But there's a lot well, of people... We thought Birmingham were off their nut. Yeah, when they retired. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people that would say, wait, wait, because... World class is about no, longevity. I, I, I saw. Not me. I saw. Uh, <laughs> Not me. You saying be patient? No, I, I didn't I, say I, that. I, I, I think I he's world class a, now. I spoke to an England coach who coached him when he was a kid. Yeah. At 16, whatever he was. And they said, what he's doing now is what he done at youth level. No way. All he's doing is just transferring it to the bigger stage. So what you see now, no one's shocked who coached him or has been around him. It's exactly what they've seen. Topsy and that's the difference. Number. There's a lot of young players flying Sunday league or then they're, or they're flying at their, their their professional club that they're playing for in the youth team or the, the, the schoolboy team but then you put them with a the first team it plateaus the performance they're not doing the silky bits they're not doing the, the, the superstar bits they used to do for the youth team mm. it don't transfer to the first team most of the time nine times out of ten mm. there's only a handful of a real small selection of players that what they were doing with their mates in the park they're doing now on the big stage and he's that guy Terrific, Madness. terrific, man. Yes, I, I long right. I he might be the best player in the world right now. Yeah. He's, he's up, gonna yeah. be first first if, two or three picks. Yeah, 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 if you if yeah, no matter who you support, mm. if yeah. I said to you, go and get a footballer right now, Jude Bellingham was probably gonna be like nine out of ten people's names. Mm. So, and we're gonna go so on to complete. Arsenal now, but uh, another person I'd like to talk about is Declan Rice, right? Arsenal are doing really <sighs> well. But Dec they're two players who have gone for what like record breaking, record breaking prices, Plus, yeah. right? And you're looking at them and going, no one is chatting about the, the fee spent. No, one. no one's saying Declan Rice has gone for 100 million. Oh my God, that's too much money. Blah, blah, blah. The it's geezer just slotted in. Because what, sorry? <laughs> it's because Kobe Manu's injured. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know what? I, I text yeah. Declan this morning yeah, and just said to him, like, well, Oops, testament up. to you, right, that you've, um, that you, uh, no one's chatting about the price tag. And he's, his response was absolutely bang on because, like, he's like, Come on, I was doing the same thing at West Amory, but no one wanted to speak about it. It's true. Yeah. He's, that, what I talk about Jude Bellingham before. No, his no, 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 game's no. changed. His Transfer, game but changed. transferring the level of performance and impact on your team, he's transferred that to Arsenal. I didn't think Brilliantly. he could do it. And I'm on record saying I didn't think yeah. he could Brilliantly. do what he was asked to do because Arsenal play literally in a different half. Like Arsenal, his job for Arsenal is 30 yard higher up the pitch than it was. But then you see what he'd done in he, on the edge of his own box yesterday a couple exactly. of times. Exactly, he's you still got I mean? that in him. Straight away, he shut down. Who's, what's his name? He came on the sub. Mateus for, for City. You come, what's his name? The midfielder from Wolves. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. The Nunes um, guy. Nunes. Nunes. EK, yeah. he's an unbelievable runner with the ball, by the way. But you know, just to give me the ball, man. But you know what, what was good as well? Give me the ball. There was one point where they were putting pressure on us, right? And he's not afraid, Rio. He comes in, drops back. Anyone can drop back to their centre-backs and get the ball, but this is against City. 
And I can't lie, there's a few nerves flying. He's going, mm. gets the ball, you know, brings it, brings it out, shimmies past the player. It takes personality. Thinking, wow. It takes personality, it takes character to be able to walk into a dressing room immediately and go, mm. I'm the guy. That's what it seems like. Yeah. He's whole persona at the moment saying to me, Get, listen, if you're under a bit of pressure, throw it to me and I'm going to alleviate that pressure. Yeah. And I've got the bollocks to do it. And he's doing that with the ball. He's doing it without it. Listen, if you need anyone to go and show someone what, what, what time it is right now, I'm that guy. Mm -hmm. So step out of the way, Declan's coming. That's how, that's how he's moving. And, and I love it. I, I've always thought, he, I watched him against City in one of his first, if, if not his first game for West Ham. Um, oh, I thought you meant West the... Uh... And I thought he played centre half and I thought, oh, long, 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 long day at the office for him that day. Yeah. Don't know where he's going to get, but then gone into midfield and this guy has recreated himself. But even if you look at, Look, you know, we're the Community Shield champions at the moment, right, of the world. If you look at that performance as well, he's come a long way even from there. And I think he played okay that day. He did all right that day. So but if you, you look it? at the difference, why'd you mention it? If, if you look at the okay. difference, no, but I'm saying the difference, Rio. Like, I think he's adapted so well, even from then. And uh, just in case you're just tuning in, you're you're in the uh, Arsenal beating Man City section where we beat him 1 0. Clearly, clearly a great goal. Um, but yeah, so on top of that, he's receiving a ball of players like William Saliba. He we, was brilliant. we have to mention him. Before we carry on, Tom, can you please play the audio that I've been sent by Culture Cams? It's, it's pretty important that we play this. Let me know when you're ready, please, because um, it's vital. I need this played on Vibe with Five. It's Culture First Cams. First and foremost, well done to all of you guys. That was your best interview, in my opinion. Kevin Prince. With Kevin Prince. Shout out Kevin Prince. Secondly, William Saliba is generational. Wow. For his age... 21 years old, 21, 22. Mm. It's been a long time since we've seen something like this. Long. And when you're talking about, I remember, so I'll give you your flowers. You mentioned Rio last season and you're not wrong. Now, I don't know if he's as good as Rio. Rio had a bit more fluidity, a bit more ball playing ability. Debatable. But I haven't seen a centre-back like this since Varane and since Rio. It's true. Wow. What, what a centre-back, man. Culture Cams, ladies and gentlemen. You can catch him on five. No, Coach, Coach Cams, no, he, I, I think he's one of the best in terms of he's knowledgeable about the game and the detail and stuff like that. He is. I, I have to say, I watched the game Saliba and these big games is where you see the boys if they've got temperament the, and the temperament counts for a lot in these big games and he's cool as you like with and without the ball. Um, I don't think he's been dribbled past if the stats are telling me the right thing here in eight games in the Premier League. 100% jewels. I think that I saw one of the moments I actually stopped the game and re rewind it for my son. My son plays centre-back. I said, watch this. The ball gets played and he's on the halfway line with Haaland. Oh, yeah. So Haaland is giving all centre-backs sleepless nights before games based on what he'd done last season. Saliba, last person, I always say this, last person he would have seen before he went to sleep wouldn't have been his missus. It would have been Haaland's face. Mm -hmm. Right? Halfway line, someone's on the ball, plays the ball through behind the back four. As the ball's being played, or even just before the ball gets played, him and Haaland are shoulder to shoulder. He just bounces him. Barges stops him. Stops him. Boom. Haaland goes over and the ref don't see it, runs through. Those little details there, he ain't getting, don't, don't put me in a foot race, don't need to. I could, don't need to, but he's just a little dark hearts he's now introduced to his game. He seems cute around the box as well. He's calm, under pressure, happy to have the responsibility of hoofing the ball out at times. Mm -hmm. But him and Gabrielle's partnership. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's really blossoming. Um, and I don't, think, I don't think he does what he does without a good partner as well. Agreed. So I think you have to give Gabriel his flowers as well, but they're doing well together, but he is obviously, he looks like the A side in that partnership. He is the man. Honestly, he bounced him off like his little baby brother. Like it was, it was so impressive. And for us, even as a fan base, we were there going, oh my gosh, he's actually arrived. You know, sometimes, believe it or not, you wonder, are we going too soon with the Saliba is a top defender? Are we going too soon? But I wouldn't be that surprised me, if that from a last that fan. for me really confirmed to me that we have one of the best defenders in the world at our club. I'm being I don't honest. like the uh, the dribble pass start because yeah, no one dribble pass center offs anyway. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. Well, it's there. I would have gone probably three seasons then if that was it's me. There. Well, it's there. Um who would you say? John Stones is the best centre-back in the Premier League at the moment. Better than Saliba? Yeah. Okay. It's hard to argue because he's won the treble, if yeah, I'm honest. No, no, but, no yeah. not he's won the treble. He's he was impact. pivotal. Exactly. But it's Bro. not just about that. He was playing in midfield for a lot of that as no, well. He was, play, he was coming from defence in midfield. He weren't, he weren't, he, defensively, he was going back into the back four. You see, with City, you at can times. shape him anywhere. But it's at times as well. But but this, I'm not disagreeing but, but, with you, though. because John Stones... No other centre-back in the league does what John Stone's done last season. There's a big shout from uh, Irvin from 360 TV. I don't usually like to agree with him, but he says, if Stones wins another league or two, then what's there to say that he isn't their best centre-back? Premier League. Yeah, Premier League. Like, not he, he, not he could, ever Premier League. I mean, could be for City. Could, because he, he right could. now, people say it's company, right? Like, naturally, you go company. But he's arguably, some people are saying that he's contributed maybe It's hard, more. isn't it? Because he's such a different player. He, he's brought more to the position because he's been asked to. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So he's showing a different side to himself. But if you're going to say, right, 1v1 defender or go, right, go on a halfway line and play, who's, gonna, who's a better defender company? Yeah. But then there's the other side of the game. You go John Stones all day long. So it's like, I don't know, it's like, it's difficult to kind of judge that. But John Stones right now, man, he's just like... He just looks so composed, so uh, the authority he plays with. Martinelli coming on, making a difference. Uh, Man City's win rate with Rodri. Yeah. 74.3%. Uh, they lose. It's their, not the win rate, it's the loss rate. Mm. Sorry. Rodri's their only player who's indispensable. He is indispensable what do you mean? for this team. I was reading the whole stat, mate. All right, but yeah, the, I, know, I, I think know. the loss rate is the, it's, more it's the most important one than the, the win rate. But listen, man, we're getting this from life school, mate. We're doing what we're doing. Mm. Go on, carry on. We don't talk about City. I will. So, Rodri, I think, is indispensable. Yeah. He's their only player that you go, if he doesn't play, they've yeah. got nothing. Where's Calvin Phillips, man? Why is he not going to get a Honestly. Chance? Where is it? 
He's spooning Gareth Southgate, Rio. That's where he is. He's mad. How else he in the team? No, no. Rio, I like time when I'm thinking. Salty crisp. He has, he, he, this is the game where you think, Rodri's not playing. He's your guy now. Rio, I like him, but I don't, I, I think he's okay. But I don't think Pep fancies him at all. Oh, man. really? My man's playing Rico Lewis <laughs> ahead of him, bruv. That's a disrespect. Can you imagine? That was you. Four minutes more Can you imagine that and <laughs> it's mad. I, don't, I, I, he, I, don't, I just want to know what he's thinking. Is he do, thinking they're like, wow, man, this is just disrespectful. Do you reckon he does you know what annoys me? We'll just see if he notices. See if he gets a text. Do you know what annoys me? Send the Trafford Centre just like looking at trainers and that. Do you know what annoys me? What? It's, I don't know if I'm getting personal here, but I just see him smiling all the time, bro. Yeah, but you got to. Like, like, no, 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 no. Just please show some kind of you know what I mean every time I see him on a every time I see him on a touch on the touchline I think with Pep he wants to see aggression he wants to see some sort of emotion every time I see him he's smiling bro he's just just won the treble nah 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 nah. he hardly hardly played mate so you wouldn't celebrate that treble so let's not let's not I know you're protecting him and he's probably your guy or whatever but let's be honest nah I know what you're doing you're trying to protect the players but look this is Vibe 5 we have to be honest I don't know for me for me personally, and I don't know him either. I'm, he's probably a great guy. I'm not trying to like, you know, assassinate his character or whatever. But if you're fighting, especially when okay, it comes to Okay, just because he's smiling, team, yeah? Just because you, you It just see, gives wait, me wait, the wait, wrong wait, body wait, language. Wait, when wait, you see wait. Marshall, when he gets substituted and he's just screwing, he's not listening. What does that tell you? Yeah, so, so Why does that annoy the, you? The narrative, the narrative around Marshall, oh, he's moody. He's this, he's that. See, if you do that, yeah. But what I'm saying, yeah, is Anelka didn't smile. Oh, he's moody. Yeah, but he was cold. He's a soulcar. He he's was cold. Way, but he's a soulcar. He's moody. That's his character. Character assassination. But then when you smile... Oh, you should be moody. None of them can win. What you're I'm at, saying you're, you're at work, is just because right? he's smiling, yeah, does that mean he cares more? Just because he's smiling, does it mean he cares less? Does it? Could be. No, but you're talking hypothetically. You don't know. Real. Like Behind I'm saying, that smile, I'm, I, and I told could be you, the most venom, I did say, could be the most angry man you could imagine. Well, he might I ain't be seen knocking it. down Pep's Well, I ain't door. seen it. I ain't seen it. You're not going to see it though, so I you can't judge it. that. But I'll be honest with you. I do believe, right, that when you're playing in the Pep Guardiola team, he wants to see aggression. If you look at players like Kyle Walker, compare him now versus when he was at Spurs. You know, you be- you become a, a killer, a-, a winning machine. Do you reckon Kyle Walker approached it any different when he was at Spurs or he was at City though? I wouldn't know if I'm honest. I think it's hard to say because I don't know if I'm honest. Does it, you're, you're looking at the result of what Kyle Walker's done at Manchester City mm. yeah. and not that he might have been doing this his entire career. Which is why he ended up. Nah, he gives you. He gives you a. a he team. gives no. He gives you a different attitude now. Carl Walker. Before it was kind of like he was just happy to be in the team. But yeah, I've been there playing I think, for years, man. All right. And winning integral. If you ask Carl Walker, if he said, "Have you changed anything?" I bet he says no. Hmm. No, well, you can't say we bet. We don't know. We'll ask him when we see him. You can't assume. What I'm saying is, when you play in that kind of a team. I think even when you look at young players like Rico Lewis, bro, my man loses. What does he do? He's got that thing in him. He points at the Premier League. But like, I'm not saying Cameron Phillips has to start doing it. Do but that. listen, man, I don't know. I'm just saying. So, I so, think okay, he's so to Dwight York, did he care less because he smiled a lot? But or Dwight York had a side to him, no, though. But Ronaldinho, but he, he was he the smiled. best player on the planet. No, but he's because he's, he's playing games. He's playing at Rio. Come on, man. Seriously. But I'm saying you can't say someone doesn't care because he smiles a lot. I, I I think he's smiling too much is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be smiling at all. I'm just saying every time I see him, he so looks like he he's happy to play. when he goes home then, how do you know that he's, he's not smiling because he wants to keep it fine for everyone when he's looking and doesn't want to create no more storylines yet? But when he goes home, my man's punching through walls and doors. Really? Sometimes, I don't know about that. I Sometimes, go on. Basuma. Last season, didn't exist. Mm. This season, Top. balling out. Yeah. 
Because he's playing. All right. Was he not a baller last year? He was, but I don't really want to go play. there. But he, yeah, but he was going through stuff as well. So that's completely different. Kevin Phillips. We had Kevin Prince Botang on the Botwang the other day. What? 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 On the other day. Yeah. He said his favorite player from the Euros was Calvin Phillips in favor of England. Yeah, that was the Euros. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it's in him. It's there. It's in him. I didn't say he was not a good player. He was I, smiling then as well. Rio, I'm sorry. In a Pep Guardiola team, you can do what you want in Southgate's team. You don't even have to play, and you'll start. So that, it's different. A Pep Guardiola team, a team that has lost three out of four games. Yeah. Questions must be asked. In a week and a half. In a week and a half. Have City been found out? Have City been found out? Well, I think it correlates, yeah. But this is what's the really important thing is, United at the moment are shy and have got no first choice defence. City lose Rodri when they've got like, I don't know, 15 other players who could fill in for him. <laughs> and they've lost three and four. Yeah, but and no one's talking, maybe Pep should fuck off. Yeah, but it's different. Do you know why it's, do you know why it's different, Steve? <laughs> I'll put because it out there. Maybe he do, should. Do, do you know why it's different? Because uh, in, those others, in those other positions, don't get me wrong, no one's Haaland. But if Haaland's not playing, you still Alvarez got goals scores. in Alvarez. In, a, in, a, in all those other centre-back positions, you, can, those, throw you know, like you can throw other players in there. But when it comes to Rodri, he's the only guy in the world that can do what he does. And in I the think, world? Well, no, for, for City. I'm not even sorry, the only guy in this league that could I do say it. For, I'm saying for City. For City. Phillips could do it, man. Nah, I don't know what's going on. Listen, you're protecting the boys again. I'm just saying, he's not getting a chance to. But not to the case where you lose three and four and no one talks about the fact you've lost three and four with the most expensive squad ever and the fact that you're the treble winners. Where's your standards, Pep? Well, do you know what it is as well? Because City... celebrating. Over-celebrated. Maybe, maybe. They celebrate too soon. They're carrying on celebrating. Maybe, maybe. But also, City kick in in January, right? So... I think there's still more to see. What have them. they ever lost? They've, well, they've never lost back-to-back -back games on the Pep, have they? Yeah, they did. They did. did they? And they didn't win the league that year. There All you Spurs go. Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Rio. Thanks for that. Spurs. So, I Rio. Spurs. I went Spurs. If I was to ask you, Rio, league tables happen. City. I still think City will win. Finish, I know where you're going. Man. I know you too well. You didn't let me finish, I man. can see the smile because you thought I was going to say you. He's definitely wrong. Arsenal were in there. Arsenal got a good chance, man. I, I can't like Arsenal have a massive chance. I'd actually like Arsenal to win it this year. I would. Really? Yeah, because that means that City that don't win four in a row. Off. That means that City don't win four in a row. I'm hearing you. I'd actually I... prefer Spurs. 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 All Spurs. Come on, Ange. Come on, Ange. Oh, I am Spurs man. You speak to him at weekend. Yeah. What? A, what? You know what? We've moved on for Arsenal now. Yeah. Yeah. Go I went, on. I went yeah, Spurs. Go on. I went and watched Spurs versus Luton at Luton. What an experience. Some throwback vibes going yeah, yeah. walking through houses and stuff like that and gardens and madness. How was you received? Yeah, good man. Luton yeah. fans love you, man. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Nice. Anyway, so I was there, right? And um we got to interview Ange before the game. He is everyone's second favourite manager, isn't it? By their team that they support. He's next. Because he just comes out of some one liners. There's a nice maybe not yours, obviously, but oh, he's got mine. some one liners. He's just got a real empathetic side to him, real matter of fact. Say it as it is, straight down the barrel. That's what you want, man. And he seems to have just created something there. Like, and I said this to we we interviewed Son after the game. Like, when when Kane went, you must have been thinking, well, how can we become a better team? We're going to be so much worse this year, one hundred percent. And you'd have been within your rights as a player even to think like that. We we we're going to get anywhere near where we was before without Kane. Thirty goals, thirty plus goals a season, fifteen assists. Where are we going to get that? This geezer's. Brought something into that squad. Well, we ain't seen at Spurs for for a long time when you had Conte there, when you had Mourinho there. Like, they're even 
not forgetting Pochettino, but they were pining for Pochettino at one point. Now they're like, we've moved on now. Yeah. We've moved on. And they've got a guy who now they believe in. We're eight games in, by the way, like I keep saying to you, so I'm not going to get carried away. So I right. think Spurs fans should. But there's such an uplift at that football club in in spirit, in vibe, etc., because of the, what he's done. He's brought a team together. He's brought a culture now that seems to be building within the squad. They went down to 10 men in this game on a stroke of half-time. Spurs' teams before would have been Spursy and got beat. At least dropped the game. Mm -hmm. Dropped the points and, and drew or something like that. Madison, bro. I'm not, he, he, I'm not saying he's an out-and-out replacement like for like for, for He operates for in the same Kane, space, though. But he's the same space. He's, put, he's not going to get you the same amount of goals, but his goal involvements could be somewhere near it. I wonder if him not having the same sort of pressure on him for goals, but having the, the ability and responsibility to find the runners, because that Spurs team has runners. Oh, mate, it's you a know, dream. You know, Kulosevsky and Son, they're, they're great runners off the ball, aren't they? And if you've got a pass on you, which Kane had, yeah. but Madison has got. Has got. And he's also got a bit of a dribble on him as well, and the set piece delivery. Like he's they're 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 not playing the same. How funny would it be if Spurs win the league after Kane goes, yeah, and crazy. like Bayern Munich come second? Crazy. He, he's got he's got the <laughs> most he's got, he's got the most goal involvements this year, twenty five. He's got the most um, goals created, five this most assists this season so far. Madison, if he gets a tune out of Richarlson who's not in form at all at the moment, Carney at Barn Door, missed a really good opportunity early on in that game. If he can get him running, each, to play with someone like Madison, who, who all he wants to do is, it's like Berbatov. They prefer probably to assist you. They get the same kick out of assisting as they do scoring these guys. To play with someone like him, all you've got to do is, I think it's easy. Son's going to get so many chances. Yeah, even at the weekend, once they once they click properly, Son made of about three or four movements that first half, especially where if he if he gets his, if he if he knows him more, he's in because his movements so good textbook uh, Son Richardson. If he gets half on the same page, they are going to be a problem. So what do you reckon, though? I still the think I don't think they're good enough see, to win the see league. See the energy from him, though. Yeah, but he's, got, he's just got on his phone. By the way, they're playing better than Arsenal. I've been speaking about Spurs. For two minutes, my man's on his phone. Look, um, he was emphatic, real. You know what? It's because I don't believe it. You know what I mean? I don't. Look at the league table. I, I think. I then think, they connect with you, bro. What are you chatting about? I think it's gonna. It's gonna. They're gonna die off, man. At some them? point. Yeah, a Spurs top goals, goal difference. A Spurs really. top is that what we just said? Again, you're talking narrative. We're talking facts. Yeah. Spurs top of the league. Okay. Goal it's difference. Just, just wanted to put it there. Goal difference. They got a bad run though. They got Forest, Villa, Liverpool, yeah. um, Fulham, Palace, Chelsea. <laughs> it's a good run for them. I don't know, you know. Liverpool could be a problem. Villa could be a problem. Yeah, but if you're going to win the league, you've got to go beat them teams. Just before we go and leave Spurs. Yes. The goal scorer. Mickey van der Ven. He's good, you know. Better than good. He's got a chance he's to good. be top. This could, uh, he's quick. That's he's the aggressive. with him is his speed. Yeah, he's quick. He lets he's you play on the halfway. Yeah, he, he, he wants to get in a foot race. He's fast. He's aggressive. Um, he and again another partnership that seems to be blossoming it's only 8 games Romero. but it's blossoming he's almost calmed down Romero Romero yeah. was an absolute loose cannon yeah, last year uh, yeah. he's calmed him down and they're both playing to a very good level at the moment let's see how it goes but for a young centre half the way he's adapted so quick to the Premier League don't mind a little bit of rough and tumble because he had that at a weekend dealt with it but also he's clean the way he plays I really like him centre back to watch out for 30 odd million Ah, he's Bargain. really good, man. He's really Bargain. good. Does this, does this mean that Eric Dyer's days are numbered? Well, you'd think so. He was doing running after the pitch because he didn't get on. <laughs> and they went to three at the back and Emerson Royale came on instead of Eric Dyer. So you'd be mm. sitting there thinking, wow, where do I fit in here? Yeah, well, well, good, matter. he's basic. 
He's always been basic. Even when he's getting picked for England, you're like, why is this guy getting picked for England? He is a cheese and tomato pizza. <laughs> I, I I think I'm not gonna sit here and say he was, Steve, he was the greatest, but he was uh, he was he was. No, he's Mr. totally basic. Let's well, just call no, it what no, it is, right? No, no, no. The guy's basic. I, I think he's one of those where he's not fantastic at one thing. He can just do a lot of What's the definition stuff, of basic. There you know, you like so. So you, I, 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 I don't think I he's think covered was, himself in glory when he's paid. That's the that's the thing. Like so, the new managers come in. This is the thing. What happens with new managers? They come in. I like what I like, and I ain't gonna change. And if you can't do what I like, good night. Same happened with Maguire. <laughs> Happening now with Eric Dyer. Yeah. But Gareth Southgate likes him. Yeah. No shock there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sit there and watch fucking uh, DVDs of Friends. Brighton drawing with Liverpool. <laughs> Without the laugh track. Brighton, Liverpool, two. You know what? I'll this was good. Sorry, can I, can I just talk to you? This was good. I watched this game as well, right? This, was, this, this game really, really, really showed you about where we are with today's football compared to the generations that we're used to before. High risk football Danny Murphy in the round box. Like they are playing balls to each other. I would have been screaming blue murder <laughs> at people. I would have been going blue in the face. What what are you what, we weren't taught to play like this. So they're playing the ball to people under absolute pressure, back to play with a player right up them. The mm. goalkeeper's playing it to the number six like that. And they're wondering why they're conceding chances. And this goes, this filters all the way down to youth football as well. I watch a lot of youth football. Mm. And this is how most of the goals are scored nowadays. They're trying to play in your own third losing around it. your box, losing States. it and being punished. That's why teams are pressing because they know teams are going to play anyway. Mm -hmm. The teams that go over the press and around the press are going to be the ones that do well as well. You know, I, I'd, I'd go old school. I would play a little bit, entice them in, over, around. It's like cross the ball. In today's game, defenders don't defend. They don't want to cross, uh, defend crosses. They can't defend. They don't know how to do it because they're all concentrated on, with the ball. Three of the goals come from overplaying at the back. Mm. The, the 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 ball to um, Dunk's ball to whoever Dunk's the heck ball he played into the midfield was crazy. The was it Van Dyke and Allison oh, all over the place, just... and the other one that, um, where the penalty. Yeah, you're just thinking it's all through the goalkeeper playing it out to the defense. It's just all overplaying and just getting it wrong. But this is the thing: it's high risk. But there's, there's, there's a lot of rewards. reward as well. There's a lot of reward. That's why they're playing it and. Deserve man. No matter what you think of him, and he has ripped up the rule book and gone, this is the way we're doing it now. A lot of teams are playing, I can't deal with it, and a lot of teams are copying it. I spoke to a couple of Brighton fans, and you know what's funny? They love him. They they love him, but <laughs> they go into that game and they're like, we beat Liverpool. And they're almost annoyed with the draw. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting there thinking... They're Liverpool's bogey team now. I know, but I'm sitting there thinking, but no, they... I, I, sp I was speaking to fans and they were like, no, we don't fear anyone in the league. Maybe City. I was thinking, is this what he's done to them? Is this yeah, what he's done? Yeah. He's instilled they no go anywhere. fear. Well, when you speak to their players, we're going to be going on with some of the Brighton guys soon, but yeah, you speak November. to their players, they absolutely believe that they can beat anyone. They go, Old Trafford, we, we, we knew what we were going to do. The template was set during the week and we knew how it was going to play out because he told us. That's how they believe in him. They've all bought into him and you got players like even when Danny Welbeck don't start, you it's like I fear he comes on, you go, Danny Welbeck's coming on. Like you expect you expect good performances from everyone. Honestly, like where do you reckon he goes next? I'm not trying to say that he's leaving straight away, but he will eventually in it. Where does he go? Next? City. Do you reckon? Yeah. It'd be nice if the Premier League actually bothered their ass to do something about these hundred and fifteen charges. <laughs> 
Because I can see I can see them charges landing and Pep trying to distance himself from them and resigning in a big show and then going to Saudi mm. or something. Mm. Um, and then them bringing in De Zerbi and that'd be a problem. He's good, man. He's good. It's and their Pep recruitment as well. as well, though. Their mm-hmm. Brighton's recruitment. The young lad who scored the goal, uh, Belieber and Adingra. Adingra. Like, Where are they flying, getting from? man. They're like... Mate, most people are going scouting watching Champions League games. The adventurous ones go watch Europa League games. Yeah. These are sending people to go watch college games in Japan. Yeah. Like, they ain't messing about. They'll second, turn up at sec- your local five-a-side pits and just Second division in Ecuador, Venezuela. <laughs> Mad random gaff and taking the best players from there this guy looks for like £10. He, he's going to leave soon. He's going to go to Chelsea yeah. in a year's How time. How much did that cost me? 100 mil. Two pound of apples. Madness. Yeah, exactly. it's mad. Madness. It's mad. But yeah, so, you know, I, I had what, lib- what did Ian Wright go for when he when he um, became a pro on a new set of nets or yeah, something? Yeah, like something basic like that. Yeah, it's wild stuff. Ridiculous. Chelsea man. scored four against Burnley. Yeah, I'll tell you what, let's stop it right here. Raheem Sterling. <laughs> yeah. He is having one of the best starts of a season that I've ever seen. Like, honestly, right about now. What? You've gone a bit over. No, 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 no. Like no, no, no. Listen, man. When he's, I think he's been all right. I think he's been all right. I think he's been very good. Don't get yeah, me wrong. this season. Yeah, this season overall. Sometimes it's unfair because when your team don't do well, it, you know, you get the brunt of it or that people, it takes away from what he's doing. And I'll tell you what, without him this season, they wouldn't have scored as many goals and or created as much, man. He's been fantastic, man. It's a low bar, though. Yeah, it is a low bar. <laughs> Say what you want, man. I think, And I think the way he gets treated by Southgate, I don't know, man. I just think... Well, did Southgate not pick him again? Imagine the shock. Aaron Maguire's in there, don't he? How's he not getting picked? Up? I, I don't know, man. So who's going in front of him? You've got Rashford, Kane, Saka. Saka's not in the squad this time, are No. Um, put it up, please. Saka, Bowen... Talking about players who potentially should be in and around that as well. Sancho's not there anymore, so you know. Foden. Like, reckon you got the England um, B- esports team? England B team. You got the esports team. Go on. Oh, they've they've done it in a mad weird way. Why is Trent as part of midfield? Uh, Bowen, Foden, Grealish, Kane, Madison, Nketiah, Rashford, Saka. Oh, Watkins, he's not even got the, the current shirt. That's all it is. Look at it since he's got, got Sterling, the full So What's Sterling? So that's what I'm saying. Some players are getting picked on past performances. My man's forgetting my East performances. He was the best player at the Euros. John Lentz is still in the squad. I'm not, I'm I'm not going to make any more comments on, on that squad. I was. I'm going to get drawn out. Free up Sterling. Yeah. Free Sterling. It's a bit mad. <laughs> Sack Southgate. How about that? Get a proper manager in. Oh, mate. He's done well, Southgate. Oh, Stop does he know? Stop really sorting him off. <sighs> All right. So we're going to quickly run down the others. Everton beating Bournemouth 3-0. Um, uh, two wins on the bounce for him. Massive now. result yeah. for them, yeah, because they've been like looking hurt. Ready ready to like open it up, ready to go down. Why is Heckenbottom not gone? Does he go this week in the national break? Who? Heckenbottom. Sheffield manager. Someone's going this week, aren't they? Do you reckon? Your nah, money's on hecking bottom. No way. Yeah, someone's going this week. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they lost 3-1 to Fulham. They are a drift. Yeah, They're it's a not drift. been good. It's him. He's, his press conference is brilliant though, isn't it? Yeah, he's nuts. And it'd be, a, it'd be a stupid idea to get rid of him because you look at that squad and you go, that's a championship squad at best. Mm. Like, yeah. Of course, they're, they're going to struggle. But they're they're a bit off it as well. It's not like mm. they're not even really competing at all. They're just getting mm. battered. That's I can true. see him going. Palace drawing 0-0 with Forest. West Ham 2, Newcastle 2. Well done, West Ham. He sacked two goals as well. Yeah. Honestly, oh, he's uh, for me... He's good, man. Yeah. If West Ham win that, aren't they above Newcastle? Yeah. No, honestly. But I heard enough people saying that Moyes out as well. 
Your Can't brother, Anton. L- lose. Is Anton lose Bellingham, is it? Yeah. You know what? It's, it's like he was saying, if he went, he wouldn't be bothered. If he stayed, he wouldn't be bothered. It would have been a great time for him to put, to bail out yeah. the European trophy. Like, I would have got yeah. it, yeah. But what he's done this, he started the season really well, man. He's done well. You can't argue with him there. Mm. And um, Isak, do you reckon, Rio, outside of Haaland, he is the best number nine in the Premier League? Isak? Yeah. Mm. He's doing well. He's doing well, yeah. Um, would you, would you, I'm proper rate Potentially, him, yeah. yeah, he could be. He's got more to his game than Haaland. I'm not saying anywhere, I'm not saying no, yeah, he's anywhere I, I, near I know what you mean. Haaland's a mean. finisher, brutal. Yeah, 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 yeah. The best finisher. All right, Troy Dini. What did you That was not the best again. Have you not seen it? No, go on. Troy Dini, and he's been parodied to death. If you've not seen it, there's a guy going, I'm not saying I'm better than R9, but can you do what I can do? Like Troy Dini's on a podcast saying, I'm not a better finisher than Harry Kane. Um but can he head the ball like I can or can this and other? It's, 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 the parodies took it the wrong way. It's, it's fine what he says. Oh, I know you're talking. So you don't you want winners, winners talking podcasts? Yes, 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 with Pounds. Pounds is putting pressure. He wants you on that, by the way. Is it? Yeah. I'll come, yeah. man. Keeps, I'll come through. He's messaging me. Okay. Yeah. Go on, carry on. That's it. Yeah. Well, anyway, Isak, for me, I think he could be the best number nine in the league outside of Haaland. So who's he, who's he vying for that position with? Nunez. Um, Chelsea, Nicholas Jackson. There's nothing there. Got Ollie Watkins. Watkins. You got, so what's his name? Pool. And that's why yeah, I'm not having you. Say, it's, it's, I'm it's, not even at Newcastle, you got Wilson. Bar. You got Wilson. You got... Oh, no no disrespect here. No disrespect here. But that bar below Haaland. Yeah. They're good players. Don't get me wrong. But if you went, if you went, okay, let's go after Shearer in them times. You've got Ian Wright, Les Ferdinand, Sheringham, Fowler, Dion oh, Dublin, Owen, Chris Sutton, Just Michael roll, Owen. Roll it back to the Barclays era, era. Kevin like, Campbell. You've got Kevin, like Drogba, Duncan Ferguson, Drogba, Andy Torres, um, you know, Sergio Aguero. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a madness. Yeah. So don't like, be like, Rooney, anointing Berbatov. Saliba to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. There's no strikers in the game no more. What are you Ooh, talking it's about? A big shout that, you know? well, it's a big there's, shout. there's no strikers in the game. Yes or no, but you can't you say yes because or no. no. Do you know why I say that? Against one man no, no, do, you, do you know why I say that? Okay, I hear that. One man, I, and I do if hear I, that. If me and Vida played against one striker every week, imagine, <laughs> yeah, imagine they'd be they'd be calling to get get me off. Don't matter. The game don't, changed. I, actually, I don't want to play. It's become a midfield game. Everything's system about game, overloading the midfield. Game. Like everyone's it's six imagine playing against one striker every week. You're so salty, man. No, I'm Although, just saying. We were having to play against like Burkamp and Thierry. I did see him up against Messi and it was only Messi and they didn't get a fucking touch on him. No, but they had. They, cl- <laughs> they clocked the game. They clocked the game. They did not clock the game. That Barca team clocked it. But every, everyone else is like, it's like, at the end of our careers, we was playing against one a lot of the time, but like, in the belly and the bulk of your career, it's like Burkamp, Henri, Hasselbank, Good Johnson. Like, Niall Quinn, Kevin Phillips. Phillips. You put Isak in at that time. No one talks about him. You've got like Ruben Estroy and Rooney. Yeah. No, they ain't on that Do you know what I mean? No, you're Drogba. right. You're right. And Elka. No, you're right. Kevin Davis and Elka. Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane, Berbatov. Robbie Keane, Defoe. Problem is, Owen Heskey. Torres. You Gerard. can't even name 20 strikers in the league. Like, see, right? them names I've just gone through there. Let's, let's go through the current list now. Go on. It's not the same, After Haaland and Alvarez. 
Go on. It's not the same. No, you've got a couple of wingers even, like not even close. And Son playing up front. And that's no disrespect like to the players now, but there ain't partnerships out there to rival anything anywhere. I know the systems have changed. They're playing three, the two wide players coming, etc. But like, for a centre-back, the day's shift ain't the same as it's a day's shift. Do well. you think someone's going to uh, innovate that way around? Because it always goes in cycles, doesn't it? But like, I'm not a manager, but I'll be going two up front, brother, and saying, get the ball in that box and saying, can these boys defend? Make them defend. Because I know that they ain't rolling their sleeves up the way they used to. Real has getting bullied. Four, four, fucking two. Four, four, yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. Four, four, two in possession. Out of possession, we'll change it up. Four, oh, five, one. Man. Uh, <laughs> last score, last score to look at. Uh, Wolves one. Who cares? Chef United be on the phone for you with yeah, no. last time inside Rio. Massive shout out to Unai time. Emery. Uh, David Beckham documentary. Have you have you heard of Butchers? No, not yet. Steve, are you probably? I've heard are you all about fucking it? mad. You yeah. probably. Of course, I have. First He's night came out three times already. No, just once. Yeah, but it might get like the last dance where I put it on. I don't know, 15, 16 times. Oh mate, that's crazy as well, isn't it? The um, I actually didn't realize. Sorry. I actually didn't realise I was going to actually be in it at all. I'd really? Done I'd done an interview, I don't know, maybe 18 months, two years ago. Yeah. So I, for, I forgot. It might have been, was it that long? I'd done it long enough ago that I forgot, mm-hmm. right? And there's no way that I thought the interview that I'd done would make the cut. I thought it'd just be on the floor somewhere. They just left it, yeah? And now I've got people texting me going, Rio, are you, are you, you I done can't this? I thought you were doing it, Rio. And I'm like, in what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you not seen the Beckham documentary? I said, no, I ain't seen it yet. Like, Joe's watched I'm it. I'm watching it tonight. Joe's watched it. Who? His wife. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, my wife's. Like, yeah, but she, that's the thing with David like, Beckham, though. He's, he tra- yeah, he transcends. Like, yeah. he goes to different. Like, she's not watching it for Bex, by the way. Just so you nah. know. She's watching it for Posh. She likes Posh. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep that there, yeah? Um, but no, yeah. It's, it's, uh, and that's what Bex does. Bex yeah. is different, man. He, yeah. he brought something different to the game yeah. that he brought that razzmatazz, that star, stardom that was like the spotlight. Superman. You need to watch it because. You, I'm going to. I'm watching it tonight. We could do an, an, an entire other episode reacting to it because there's so many we'll mad moments. We'll do one moments. this week. We'll do one this week, yeah? There's a mad moment that I want you to... It's the start of episode four. And Don't it's spoil through. it. It's not a spoiler. Jesus Christ, you know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but you, there's, there's a bit in there where it starts. It's going through his wardrobes. And for starters, of course, David Beckham has got immaculate mm. wardrobes and about 15 of them, it must be said. And then I, I don't know if the, the guy behind the camera some, sort of points to a clothes rail. He goes, uh, like, what's going on with a clothes rail? Because he's got all of this stuff behind the cupboards and then there's his clothes rail out on the side. And he's like, I used to just get my clothes out for the, the next day, but that's the whole of this week. Wow. He's already got his outfits chose for the whole Meticulous. week. Meticulous. Meticulous. I, I wanted to know, when you watch that, I want a text to know what. Because you're going to have faults and I want to know the okay. faults. All right. But it's it's a great documentary. It's a great trip. I do put my next day's outfit out, especially when I'm going on TV quite a lot. No, you're good. You're good when it comes to that stuff. I'm not going to lie. Sorry. Sometimes I wish you spoke to your colleagues though, man. What do you mean? You know what I mean. What, Jermaine Jealous? You say, you say, no, 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 Jesus, JJ, no, 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 JJ's good. He, he knows how to, do you know what I mean? I don't Who mind putting it out there. Who, Crouchy? Name? Well, Crouchy Joe is Cole. a little bit different. No. What do you mean it's a bit different? Joe, Crouchy. Joe's all right. I think for me... Who are you talking about then? Michael Owen, man. Like, I feel like Michael Owen, you are a god of a player. Like you no, but were, he dresses innit? like... He dresses nah, stop the trying, trying to, de- stop trying to defend him. All you got to do I defend him. I'm just saying he's dressing him, to an audience. Just take him to Zara. Horse racing. Take him somewhere. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Him, my guy. I love him. Paul Scholes. What? You know? 
Sometimes I feel like he needs a bit of a fit because the suits are coming down here. You know, when your suit is down here, you look like a year eight, you know what I mean? Going into canteens and that. Skolzy needs like, to come back. I can't you know, we need to, you know what? There's certain you know, men that you can talk about. Skolzy's not one of them. I'm nah, not having stop it. it, Rio. There's certain I know people. You, oh, stop it, Rio. What Skolzy can do in football? You can't talk about him like Born that. Born defender you are, really. You are, <laughs> innit, really. Like, Sometimes not you just even want to Fergie see the come cup. for Skolzy and you're coming for him. Nah, but you're, I'm not talking about footballing wise. That's not a question. I'm saying when you see your guys line up on TNT, talk to them, man. Share the juice, what you know. What are you saying? Give me, give me a type of line that you'd use to say to listen, mate, you look shit. No, you just say, <laughs> right, like, do you want my tailor's number or something like that? Like, he's got, you know, he can I help you out. I ain't got, I ain't got, I've actually got a tailor. Exactly. I'll buy most of the stuff. I was going to say, I've seen him. Well, you should say, like, you know, like. Certain man can buy off the rail and be all right. There's not many of us that can yeah, do that. Yeah, you could just say, right, before you buy something next time, just send me the picture or something like that, man. <laughs> I saw some good stuff. And then you name a few shops. All right. Yeah, all like right. that. Tease it in. Yeah. But anyway, back in documentary, it's yeah. a must-see. I'm going to watch it. I didn't realise I played such a part. It's unbelievable. No, no you did well. Do I get any good credit? I get good credit. Honestly, you were decent in it still, oh, to be fair. And yeah, I, yeah, by decent, I mean you were good to be fair. Like, Joe, yeah, are you good? Yeah, yeah. Because it's the you that I know, not mm. the you that you see on TV or like it, it doesn't come across as media trained. Like yeah. you're dropping a few F-bombs on there and oh, it's no. like, yeah, they've not censored you. It's like it, it Why do F-bombs make you look a bit more reality? But it does, I've done it. Like it, real. It, it to feels, see it does. It feels like, well, it feels genuine. To me, it's because not. Because I know that's who he is and that's yeah, how he yeah. speaks. So when you see him on BT sometimes and he's like, or TNT, and he's like, well, just Nah, do you know what made him good? No, 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 no. Here's, here's the difference. He had a lot of time to get across what he needed to say. Yeah, that's a good And when point. you've got time, sure. you can be more descriptive yeah, and yeah. you can break it down and you and he had time take to longer. think. Exactly. Very good take that. Yeah. So good take. Yeah. Someone who's been I on think. TV before. But what I said was still standing. I, I felt like that was you. I, I didn't right. like because I've seen some stuff where I know someone that's ended up in a documentary or something and I go, Who's wrote that? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. you. That's not Scripted. what you're saying. Yeah. But you was you. And like I said, yeah, you are in so many of those moments. Obviously, you're on the bench in '98. You're there for his first game, which I still haven't actually spoke to you about. Like the the atmosphere mm. at Upton Park on, on that day must have been pretty spicy. Um, West Ham was a hard place to go for Man United anyway. Mm. You know, you're there for the the goal against Greece. Greece. You know, obviously you end up signing wow. for us. You're you're at the game when he scores against um, when the, the boot hits him in the head. Yeah. When he yeah. scores the goal, two goals but against. Just Madrid. give us a tease of that one because we'll talk about the documentary oh, later mate, this week. But honestly, dressing room, you're in there. <laughs> Steve, Fergie's going bananas at him. He's he's kicks the boot and what does real? Give me reenact your whole face for me because I can imagine these noises and yelps and all sorts going in. Who's that, that next? It, to? That, so I can't remember next, but all I'm doing is like the, the boot, boots going in slow mo, going, <laughs> and I'm going, <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, Beck stands up, and the gaffer didn't take a backward step. Yeah. Well, he says that. He yeah, says, he yeah, said he was going to go. Yeah, the gaffer was looking to take off his like his MS jacket. What? He was he was flying over there. The teammates have to hold. Yeah, the David back. had to hold both back. But who'd you hold back? I think the gaffer, I think. I was with, with a couple of people behind the gaffer. Or well, I was in the middle going, whoa, 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 whoa. Guys, 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 we're a team, we're a team. But um, no, nah, it was, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll do a little show this week. I'll do a little reaction. Once I've watched it, I'm going to do a little, film a little reaction. Oh, that's good. That'll be good. That'll be like, good. Um, we've got Owen coming on next week as well. Owen who? big ones. Owen who? <laughs> so Respect Mike. to Owen so Hargreaves, so but Michael Owen. Yeah, yeah. You can't just say Beyond Owen. Beyond the 90 with Harry Pinero. Honestly, you're going to be amazed, yeah, because what Michael Owen has got that no one sees, it's no not, one talks about. It's not about. a big DVD collection. I know that. For <laughs> no, 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 no. He has got 
what he's what he's gonna show you, what Harry gets out of him. It's crazy. Mate, it's crazy. You ain't gonna believe it. Yeah, yeah. It's really good work. Horses are involved. Ah, it's big. It's proper big, man. And he talks. He talks like you've never heard him before mm. as well. It's beautiful. Does he ask him about like who's the best? Like, are we talking about strikers? And he stuff spoke. Like that? Listen, because I've heard Michael lot, talk about strikers. He's talking crud. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's like I know because because I've been with Michael and I go to him like. Michael Owen prime time versus yeah, this player all or of that. Rashford or Mbappe etc and the response I get out of him all of that I hope he's in there listen it's good. It? he's going to be doing bits on socials trust all me right. thank you very much for watching this week's episode of Vibe with Five only eight games gone by the way Arsenal sitting pretty gone. top of the league with Spurs but we all know that's not going to last Joel Bale Rio Ferdinand Stephen Housen signing out peace come on Arsenal come on Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.